This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warren, here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um, Joe Allen had a big uh, spread on Drudge the other day. This thing about the, uh, well, I'll let Joe Allen explain to you here momentarily. I got Dave Brack coming to talk about the, uh, the capital markets and the economy. And we've got, uh, we're going to go back to El Paso, Texas, about the invasion of the southern border. And I'm going to be connecting dots. They just announced, you got to scoop first, <laughs> just announced the press conference at one o'clock. Uh, on this omnibus bill, every United States senator, that, first off, any United States senator like Joe Manchin and John Tester and Cinema that want to even have a scintilla of a chance to be reelected next year have to oppose this. Of course, all Republicans can be no collaborators with Mitch McConnell, who's essentially a traitor. Um, now they're going. Now I'm hearing they're going to attach the Electoral Count Act, the changing of the Electoral Count Act, which they can't get passed normally. They're going to throw that in there too. So all kind of games up here on Capitol Hill. And this is why I keep saying we need President Trump to jump in here because what they're doing is trying to take away your second term right out of the box. Okay, they're trying to handcuff you with a debt ceiling, with this amnesty, $4 million amnesty. If the amnesty thing was to pass, which I think we may have stopped that, but if it, it was to pass as part of this, it would you would see a collapse of the southern border, a collapse. It's already, it's already in, an invasion, so we virtually don't have a southern border, but it would be something that would be even more biblical than it is today, which is 20,000 people a day starting on the 21st of December. And Todd Benzman's got it all laid out. Go to, to his, um, make sure you go to his uh, getter account. Mike Lindell uh, joins us. Uh, Mike, uh, you, you've thrown your hat into the ring uh, for the RNC as kind of the populace that are running, kind of the precinct strategy guy that's running, that's kind of the voice of the people. There's a lot of people in the power structure of Washington that think you're a disruptor and you may disrupt or chop block uh, Ronna McDaniel, but you got basically zero chance of being head of the RNC. How, how do you respond to the power brokers in Washington when they dismiss your candidacy as any, anything more than a chop block to Ronna McDaniel, sir? Well, what do you think they're going to say? Of course, they're going to say that. They, that's their propaganda place that they are what they always do. Um, they, uh, I've been calling all 168. I even talked to Harmeet yesterday that's running and and we had a great conversation. And uh, um, but though it's a common everyone I've talked to, Steve, it's a very common theme. Rana has failed. I asked a lot of them, I said, why would she even run again if she loves our country? And they, the common theme was ego, 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 and then money. And uh, I want everybody to know I'm not going to take a salary. I'm going to put it right back into the RNC because immediately we're going to change it into this amazing, amazing organization where the donors are going to have trust again and pour money into it. And we're going to put the money in the right places. You have to spend money to get a return on your investment. And and uh, when they say hold, that, hold, hold, hold. that's a big, hold on, that's a big, that's a big deal. You're saying that you will not take a, a penny. You will not take a salary from the RNC. 
Absolutely. And I will put it right back into the RNC. And, uh, and Steve, when they say I don't have a chance, here's where they might not realize that uh, this is uh, 168, three from each state that vote, which I get to call to each one of them individually. And they use paper ballots, hand counted, no machines. Whoa, maybe the people that are saying that I can't win uh, uh, think there's going to be machines involved. I don't know. Just saying. Why is it? Why is it a private? Why is it a, the the vote for the uh, for the Speaker of the House is it public? Why is this a secret ballot? Why why did all why did not all th- the three people from each state, which is a state party chairman and then a pre then a committee man and a committee woman who right. are voted by the they're voted there. Why is this not a public? Why is it not a public ballot? You know, I I don't know that, but in this case, Steve, I think it's going to be to my advantage because. Ron is out there and she called around and got a hundred and some people that uh, you need to get 85. And she says, well, I got a hundred and some, but she publicly put out their names. Now I've talked to some of these people and they're going, Hey, it's a secret ballot. I can vote for whoever I want. I can vote for you, Mike, and I'm going to vote for you. So that way they won't be, what do you call pressured by uh, maybe the, uh, the, uh, the ones there that want it, that don't, that wouldn't want me if there was any. If they're going to, you know, so they're going, hey, <laughs> who did you vote for? Because if you don't hit 85, you keep voting. You keep voting and and uh, until you get a winner at 85. So I think in this case, it kind of works advantage. But I don't know why this is, they've been doing it for decades like this and maybe forever. Okay, so what about the, so you've handled that criticism. What about the criticism of the mainstream media, everybody saying Mitch McConnell and these guys? Because Mitch McConnell's hammering that, hey, the, uh, the Mike Lindell, focus on elections is uh is dragging the republican party down it's why they didn't win more seats it's, but mitch mcconnell says why they didn't win more senate seats um and it, mike lindell's head of the rnc you're just going to be focused on that for a couple of years what would be your program at the rnc lay out to the people if you if you were to win this what what are you telling people you're going to do what are the one two or three things as a businessman you you would do at the rnc well, first of all, I Mitch McConnell is a traitor, hands down. That's the only thing I can say about that. Um, him, if he's saying anything like that about me, uh, the one thing I would do right away is, uh, which I've already done my due diligence of seeing where they where they have spent their money in the past and where it doesn't work. And when you have you know, like any business, you treat it like a business. Like with my pillow, I've been attacked. We've had thousands of employees. We've we've gotten through this without having to lay anybody off. You know, even in spite of all of our footprint changing. Hey, you don't have box stores. You don't have this. You don't have that. So you've got to look at your current footprint and adjust to that and do a different input to get a different output. One of the things we would do right away is, hey, let's check out these election processes. And instead of abandoning people like Kerry Lake down in Arizona and abandoning these America First candidates where you cherry picked out, let's look at this together and say, hey, um, we need to spend money here to fix the playing field. And then we can go to our donors and say, hey, we have a different platform here. We have a different solution here. And then the money will pour in, but you better give them a return on their investment. And that would happen right out of the gate, right out of the gate. Because, Steve, I'm so far ahead of this game over the last two years from the ground up, from the precincts up on up and of the Republican Party. This would just be taking it from the top down and kind of aligning them and saying, what's our goals here? 
our goals are we got to get our we got to get Republicans back in office, or we're going to lose our country right now. That's a fact. We're at a critical time, and uh, you can't keep doing the status quo. Same input, same output. Come on, you guys! And they just proved it. You got a, I got a perfect advertisement with uh, they abandoned Arizona. You go over to Georgia and you raise more money for Herschel, and you get slammed again, Rana. You it doesn't work. You can't keep digging a hole and and digging the same hole. You have to get rid of the her. And have new leadership. And Steve, another thing too with the uh, with the the money spent, it's going to be, I you know, just like in a campaign. I think I know a little bit about marketing. Those the ads, everything. When you when you're looking at stuff and you're hiring things and siloing out, I would view every donor like you know like our only donor, we're going to make sure we spend his dollar on everything to maximize the ad potential, maximize the campaign potential. Um, this is my wheelhouse on both sides of it. I run companies, I, I solve problems, and it's going to, it'll be amazing, everybody. She said it's a three-legged, Rhonda's uh, uh, argument is it's a three-legged stool. Voter integrity and voting is is one, but the other two are uh, are registra- getting registered voters, which they've done a historic job. Number two is get out the vote. And I think she would argue, th- th- her argument is that uh, six million more Republicans is one of the biggest turns, not the biggest turnout in a midterm ever. What's your counter to that, uh, of that it's more than just election integrity? There's other aspects of this, too. What, what is your plan for that? Well, you can, people will get out to vote. You can, that's part of the campaign to get them out to vote. And when, but when you talk about registered voters, Steve, you, you better make sure that you fix the part where uh, they're just dumping names out. And, uh, you know, you get, you get 50 million people to turn out. Well, here, all they do is uh, go like this and say, okay, we'll just throw 60 million names into the hat. When we talk about this early voting and these, you know, but they're they're going down a bad path if they're saying, "Hey, let's we're the we're the champions of uh, of uh, early voting. We can do that. We we'll just go in there and we'll just compete with them and get our people to vote early." No, that's the exact opposite of what you need to do, and I can show people why. And uh, so when you got when you have dirty voter rolls, you got to clean them up. Like when you have registered voters, Pennsylvania, you had more votes than voters again. And in many other states and many other counties in this country, when you have more votes than voters, um, you've got a problem. When you go to Wisconsin, 7.4 million people on the register or on the are on the that on the voter rolls on the name the names that are there but you only have 4.1 million people that could even register to vote that are even eligible to vote that's a difference of 3 million you better fix that footprint or your all your stuff will be done in vain all your things to get out people to vote they just press a number and you have higher number of uh a higher number of names and that's the problem we're at we have to fix our voting systems immediately not not wait on it for the next election. Say, now now do you all see? Now do you all understand? You can't keep getting money from the donors and spending it, to, flushing it down the drain because you can't win. You have to fix these systems. And uh, and then all your stuff would work, Steve. Like you say, it would work getting people out to vote and, and your advertising and your campaigning. But by, I can also make those better too, which I've been involved in that before. You can make those a lot better, a lot better ads, a lot better things, a lot better spending the money wisely. We haven't even gotten into the money that they spend, uh, uh, we won't even say elsewhere, that uh, uh, frivolous spending. So you're going to do a you're going to do a stem to stern top down totally re- reorganization of this, right? That if people back you, 
you're going to come in and it's basically a restructuring, right? A turn, a turnaround, uh, as we would say. Uh, in, absolutely. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do is find out who's uh, who the inner circle is of the the lawyers there, whatever. Maybe they all got to go. I don't know. Uh, but she's if she's if she's not making these decisions, I don't know, she's getting some really bad advice around her. And uh, from the members I've talked to so far, they don't control where their money is spent. Have you ever sat down? Have you ever sat down and talked with her and expressed these uh, issues that you have with Rana? No, the uh, Rana. I haven't talked to Rana. Um, oh, it's probably been a couple of years because uh, I believe she went against against me when I was trying to get all the attorney generals to stand up and fix this at the Supreme Court level. And uh, she went out there right away and said, Biden won, fair and square, Biden won. And uh, I was very upset. I haven't, I have not, uh, we have not reached out since that. So that was very, that went public out in the paper that we had this little clash. And, and uh, now would so I, this I would is love to debate her. I would love to debate her, Steve. How about we get a debate going with her? I would love it on your show. That'd be awesome. You, you would challenge her to a debate? A hundred percent. Let's do it this week. Let's do it anytime, Rana. Anytime. I want to do it. That would be awesome. And then so you're not going to take a you're not you're, you're not going to take answers. a salary. The, nope. the you're not going to take a salary. You're challenging her to debate. Let me just before you go. We got about a minute. This is not a personal vendetta that she came out and said, "Hey, Biden won. You know, we got to move on." And Mike Lindell is going to run around and be crazy man for a couple of years talking about machines. There's no personal vendetta here this is all for the good of the nation absolutely it's for the good of a nation and this isn't it's not and it's not crazy talking about machines there's many other aspects to this elect these election processes that we have to change the laws that were broke by the secretaries of state where the rnc should have got behind that and said hey you can't do this the legislatures make the law the rnc has standing steve they have standings to change these things or prevent these atrocities from happening and uh, what Rana did, one of the biggest things she did to this country was in the 2020 election, she raised money falsely under false pretenses. I, I, I would, it's horrible. And using people's names like myself, where they use names to donors going, get behind this election, get behind this election integrity. We have to fix this. 80 some million dollars. And you know what they spent on election? We'll call that weak word integrity. Zero. And they did it over and over again. And they get they cherry pick out the candidates. We need at the R for the Republicans. We need Republicans back in. She didn't even congratulate her own candidates in her own state of Michigan when they won their primaries. Uh, what's your? How do people get to you? What are your coordinates before we bounce? Uh, Frank Frank speech. It's at Mike Lindell on Getter. At Mike Lindell on uh, on True Social. But Frank speech. I have my show every day. It's Monday through Friday at six p.m. Everybody, I'd love to have you follow. Follows us on Lindell TV. Mike Lindell, thank you very much. Short break. Back in a moment. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. 
Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um, <clears throat> so Mike Lindell's thrown down, wants to do a debate. It seems like the audience likes that idea. So maybe we'll reach out to Rana and see if uh, she's so inclined. Maybe it's maybe you get Harmeet up there too and do a three-way debate, some sort of town hall. Always good to get the issues out there. Always good to debate. Um, Mike Lindell's all into this. I mean, Mike Lindell, and people are saying he's crazy, not going to get any votes. You know, people have said Mike Lindell's crazy before he built a you know billion dollar company, built an amazing, amazing company, and has fought off being um, deplatformed everywhere, including in his. Remember, he built it out of the trunk of his car. He then got into the home shopping channels. Then they took him into retail and big box. He was one of Walmart's most profitable product lines, particularly the pillow. Walmart is a company that runs. A thousand percent by the math. Every square inch of that place is mathematically driven by, you know, a return on uh, return on investment and particularly, you know, operating cash flow. So when they take out a product like that, they're sending a signal they really don't like you, right? Why didn't they? Why did? Why were they all? Why was Bed Bath and Beyond and uh, and all big box and Walmart? Why they? Why were they all in love with Mike Lindell for years and then all of a sudden? Um, you know, they were over it quickly and started pulling from retail when retail, as you know, is having a very tough, they're struggling at retail to make money because people are shopping so much online and it's, people are buying less things and having more experiences, all types of stuff. You listen to Wall Street guys uh, because they hate what he stands for. What he stands for is voter integrity. And I understand that rubs some people the wrong way. And the Wall Street guys saying Mike Lindell is losing you elections. But he is to the point of we have to get to the bomb of 2020. You have to get to the bomb of 2020, all of it, how it was pulled off. But now the curtain's being pulled back. And this is, as I say, this city is about money and power. I would love for it to be about other things, but it's about money and power. We're in a great spiritual war, right? But it manifests itself in these battles over, over money and power. And uh, as we say, I understand a lot of people say, man, I'm just too tired. I can't keep doing this. That's fine. That's a personal decision you're making. The people that are not going to say that are what we call, and we're going to do this on our Christmas special, uh, the combat history of Christmas. And we're doing, we're going to do, um, we're bringing Larry Swiker this year with Patrick K. O'Donnell for the Christmas uh, 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 special. We're going to talk about some of the darkest days in America, 18th, the, the, the Christmas of, uh, uh, 1814, right after they had burned the Capitol in the summer, in the summer of August of 1814, and how it manifested itself later into the Battle of New Orleans, which essentially brought the revolution to an end. Uh, we're going to do the um, the story of White Christmas in uh, the summer of 1941, in Christmas 1941, right after um, right after uh, Pearl Harbor, the writing of the song White Christmas, the impact it had, and in, in then Christmas of 1942 and what happened on the interim with Midway and all that. Uh, and we're also going to talk about with Patrick K. O'Donnell uh, to go through Trenton in, in Christmas night in 1776. The, our country was only six months old 
and was almost uh, obliterated because of essentially a British expeditionary force that landed in August, right? And it basically essentially won every battle uh, from them all the way to, uh, to, to Christmas. And over a very dark and dreary Christmas, when it looked like this republic was killed in the crib, right, killed in the crib, um, it is, uh, it, it, it's rejuvenated itself because of a military victory. Uh, his army had gone from 20,000, right, 20,000, even higher, I think, in Cambridge, but 20,000 that he started with in August, General Washington, it was down to, I think, three or 4,000 uh, t- t- 4, men in the freezing cold to cross the Delaware, to do the 10-mile march in the snow, many without shoes, right, to basically attack the Hessians that night and have a stunning victory and then have a series of stunning victories. So this country, this country, the resilience of this country is because of its people, right? It's people. And there have been people in histories, in the pivots of history, in the hinges of history that have stood in there and go, okay, I got it. I got to sacrifice everything for this, right? It's the reason that uh, when they did the movie American Dharma, there was about the 10 films, 10 films uh, they had me select that have been pivotal in my thinking. The first film was 12 o'clock high. When somebody comes and people know that somebody comes and works for me, one of the first things they have to do is watch 12 o'clock high, right? It's about task and purpose and what is your focus and what is your purpose, okay? It, it, it's not to run and chase rabbits. And right now, uh, it, is, uh, it is tough sledding, but their victories there. They're already victories. And they understand that this audience and this, uh, this uh, MAGA audience is coming for them. And, you know, they don't like it. They don't like you outing them. This is why they're having these huge debates right now. Look, here's what they would love to jam through. They would love to jam through an omnibus. They would love to keep spending, right? And that regardless of even tax revenues, just in November of this year, in November, we just had the greatest deficit in the history of the nation. We had deficits in one month that you used to have in Reagan's term in the entire year, and people thought that the, the world was coming to an end. You had a $250 billion deficit in basically the second month of this fiscal year. Remember, the fiscal year ends September 30th. Uh, it starts. We're still doing the appropriations for last year. This is why they are trying to jam through this omnibus bill. And I realize that's kind of a jargonistic term. Omnibus means that because they're going to jam everything into it. A massive discretionary spending bill on top of Medicaid, Medicaid, Medicare, and uh, Social Security, which is about $3.5 trillion. And tax revenues are plummeting. Why are tax revenues plummeting? Because if we walked you through the economy and they give you all the happy talk. You cut on MSNBC, the economy is great. Everything's fantastic. Yeah, well, the tax revenues are not saying that. Tax revenues saying it, it's plummeting. Retail is plummeting. There's going to be a very tough year for retail. That's one of the reasons we keep talking about. Go to mypillow.com promo code warm because if you're going to, we know you're going to celebrate Christmas. People celebrate Christmas. They give gifts. That's part of our tradition, right? You got to husband your resources because 2023 is going to be worse. So we're trying to offer up alternatives like the like the 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 game which I think is under 50 bucks, the election game. I can't speak highly enough of that because the QR code, you get all the updates of what they've done. But it also, it's, I, I call it a heuristic device. You learn while you're having fun. And you've got to learn. You've got to get the immersive experience because this audience is kind of an elite 
and it's an elite because of its um its uh its and I know that sounds kind of populism, but it's the people that immerse themselves, immersive experience, and want to participate and want to have an impact. And you're having a huge impact. This press conference today, Kevin McCarthy, he would love not to have that press conference. He would love not to come out and throw down hard against this omnibus bill. He would love not to put Mitch McConnell into the uh, into the uh, into the spotlight. But this is going to come down to the collaborationist Senate. You know, and Newt Gingrich, I think very highly of Newt, but Newt wrote this piece in Axios. He wrote it somewhere, and Axios talked talked about it, uh, where you know he said, "Oh, you got to watch how Biden go- you know governed. Biden's doing this." He just left out the part of it's the collaboration of Senate and certain members of the House, but particularly a collaboration of Senate. Mitch McConnell in the history of this country right now is quizzling. He's exactly like the Norwegians who just kind of flipped and were, and, were, were, and ran the country for the Nazis after the invasion of Norway. And they had always been there. He's a collaborationist like the Vichy government in France, right? He's a collaborationist. They're collaborationists. They are collaborating with a regime and this regime, you can see everything you want to know about Biden is on the southern border, right? And, and the laptop from hell. Remember, the laptop from hell is all about Joe Biden. It's not about Hunter. Hunter is the delivery vehicle. And the reason you're having this blow up on Twitter right now and everything on Twitter because you're exposing the, a government operation. This is Jack Dorsey's term. It's not Steve Bannon's term. It's Jack Dorsey's term. Jack Dorsey said, he apologized. He said he was removed essentially because he couldn't take one of these activist investors, and he named it. It's Elliott Management. It's Paul Singer, Paul Singer of the Russian dossier. All the all the all the horrible things about Trump that were all lies, right? Created that with the British intelligence, paid for that, and then got got McCain because uh, the Washington Free Beacon, which does a lot of great stuff, it's got a neocon aspect to it. N- McCain is the king of the neocons, right? McCain started circulating that, started spreading around. John McCain who had been on his knees and begged Donald Trump to endorse him, begged him, please endorse me or I will lose, right? I will lose to, uh, uh, to, um, to, 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 uh, to uh, Kelly Ward. Chemtrail Kelly, they mocked her, right? Kelly Ward is going to lose in the Senate race. So it all is interconnected. It's all interconnected. And the big, the big thing that's interconnected, whether you love him or not, is the removal of Donald Trump. It's quite evident that the FBI, the DOJ, Certain aspects of uh, the FDA, the CDC, the biomedical complex. We're trying to get Dr. Paul Alexander on this afternoon to talk about it. He was there. He wrote a book about the coup, about how they replaced him. And Ron DeSantis is now going to get into the whole vaccine part. And people are saying that's a shot across the bow of, uh, to, President, uh, to President Trump because of the vaccine issue. It's an issue. And this vaccine is going to become a very, very big issue in 2024. It just is. It's going to become a big issue here shortly because of all the information that's coming out on it and how they're still trying to uh, railroad this thing through. So um, a lot of dots to connect now, but just remember, in this city, in the next 10 days, power of politics, smash-mouth politics, right? Both the RNC head and the, and the speakership, all contingent upon response is going to come up. And what they're trying to do is trying to power through to take away not just spending the money. I just want to make sure you know this omnibus bill, not just by the unfunded $2 trillion, which is bad enough. It's about taking leverage away from this audience. It's taking the anvil away. So you'll still have a hammer, but you got no anvil. The anvil is appropriations to defund the DHS, to defund the FBI, to defund DOJ, and to force them to the tables to have radical changes. 
to force the administrative state to say, no, 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 no more mother's money is mother's milk in this city. We're going to cut off mom's milk. We're going to cut off mother's milk. No more, no more oxygen. That's what this fight's about. And today, McCarthy at one o'clock and his leadership team will get engaged in this. Okay, short commercial break. Joe Allen, big star of a drudge the other day. He had a big thing right in the middle of it. Joe Allen's reporting next in the war room. Offer from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking off 25% on their four week emergency food kit. That's 25% off the four week emergency food kit. Go to mypatriotsupply.com right now to get this great deal. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help American families more. This amazing price. So get it while you can. These days, you can't depend on anything else but yourself for survival. Get this food today. You'll be grateful for it tomorrow. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save 25% on each four-week emergency supply food kit. Your orders ship fast and free. Don't wait for the shelves to be empty. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Introducing Ectolife, the world's first artificial womb facility powered entirely by renewable energy. Ectolife allows infertile couple to conceive a baby and become the true biological parents of their own offspring. It's a perfect solution for women who had their uterus surgically removed due to cancer or other complications. With Ectolife, premature births and C-sections will be a thing of the past. Ectolife is designed to help countries that are suffering from severe population decline, including Japan, Bulgaria, South Korea, and many others. The facility features 75 highly equipped labs. Each state-of-the-art lab can accommodate up to 400 growth pods or artificial wombs. Every pod is designed to replicate the exact conditions that exist inside the mother's uterus. A single building can incubate up to 30,000 lab-grown babies per year. With Ectolife, miscarriage and low sperm count are a thing of the past. Prior to placing the fertilized embryo of your baby inside the growth pod, in vitro fertilization is used to create and select the most viable and genetically superior embryo, giving your baby a chance to develop without any biological hurdles. And if you want your baby to stand out and have a brighter future, our Elite Package offers you the opportunity to genetically engineer the embryo before implanting it into the artificial womb. Thanks to CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing tool, you can edit any trait of your baby through a wide range of over 300 genes. By genetically engineering a set of genes, the Elite Package allows you to customize your baby's eye color, hair color, skin tone, physical strength, height, and level of intelligence. It also allows you to fix any inherited genetic diseases that are part of your family history so that your baby and their offspring will live a healthy, comfortable life free of genetic diseases. 
Tired of waiting for a response from an adoption agency? Unable to find a suitable surrogate mother? Worried about pregnancy complications? Worry no more, because Ectolife got you covered. Ectolife. Reinventing evolution. Okay, Joe Allen's there. By the way, just a correction. The drudge link to this, right? Joe's got a big analytical piece that's coming out. It'll be out momentarily, uh, hopefully tonight or tomorrow morning. Um, Joe Allen, our editor for Transhumanism. I want to make sure the audience understands exactly what they saw. This is not a trailer for a Christmas release of a science fiction movie, is it, sir? It's somewhere in between, Steve. You know, the maker of this film, Hashim Al-Ghazali, or uh, Al-Ghali, excuse me, uh, is a Berlin-based scientist and uh, science communicator, basically a kind of uh, filmmaker visualizing science. So he's taking all of these different procedures and technologies that are right now under development, synthetic wombs, uh, CRISPR-based gene editing for designer babies, in vitro fertilization with zygote selection for the superior strain. Um, all of these different elements are right now under development. And he basically created this visual and this is sort of a, a mock advertisement for what a real company would look like that was doing this on an industrial scale. So you could think of it sort of like the metaverse advertisements that we saw last year, where they're just kind of pumping out this propagandistic vision of what they want the future to look like. They're, they're definitely gauging what the public response is, uh, but they're also slowly but surely normalizing it. And, and for a much larger proportion of the population that I'm comfortable with, uh, they're actually appealing to them. A lot of people think this is a great idea. Everything from artificial wombs and, and the sort of uh, uh, you know, designer baby technologies, that's right over the horizon. But right now, you also have uh, in vitro fertilization with zygote uh, selection occurring as we speak. Parents are able to fertilize multiple zygotes, have them genetically screened, and then select out those that they believe will be the healthiest. And you have men like Sam Altman, who uh, co-founded OpenAI with Elon Musk. He's currently investing in two big startup companies, Genomic Predictor and Conception, the first is basically to be able to predict what sort of you know, health state and possibly the intelligence levels and strength levels and, and other traits of a child before that child is brought to conception or you know, brought to uh, 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 maturity. And uh, the, the conception is actually designed to allow people like gay men, for instance, to merge their uh, two sperm cells together by taking the genetic material out of one sperm cell, putting it into an egg, and then allowing gay men to basically conceive. So uh, again, I think that the, this, the guy who made this, uh, Hashim Al-Ghali, uh, he made it to start a conversation, and it has definitely started a conversation. A lot of people are appalled and shocked and disgusted. I think that's a good sign. But a lot of people are really, really into this, particularly a lot of the transhumanists that we've covered for so long now. It's not it's even not about being appalled in shock. Uh, This is reality. I want to go back to the convergence. I mean, right there, you're showing us the singularity. 
where you can actually, upon you know, just putting down money, you can do this because the technology is virtually for 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 much of what they talked about is already here. The singularity is the convergence of you know AI, regenerative general artificial intelligence, regenerative robotics, quantum computing, advanced chip design, and also CRISPR and biotechnology. The convergence of all that gets you to Homo sapien 2.0, which is Homo sapien 2.0 is what they're they're talking about there. Where you could pick do you, how smart do you want them, how to, and boom. Oh, by the way, one of the alternatives is is Elon Musk and Neuralink is going to be able to put a chip into the baby at, at, at birth or shortly thereafter. This ties back, though, to Joe Biden's executive order. Joe Biden's executive order, the, which was marketed as a moonshot for cancer, right, and to help the lame and the blind and all that, as they always do, is that, you know, help the people that had, you know, uh, spinal problems. It was to help uh, people that had neurological problems. It was a, it was a, this is a moonshot to cancer because they want to cure cancer. It was anything but that executive order was a whole of government approach to basically back up the R&D that's still needed to push all the technologies that were just listed in this in this faux advertisement. Am I not correct, sir? Absolutely. It ties directly into that. And I think that the, the sort of ideal that human beings will be upgraded, that human beings are fundamentally flawed, which is probably one of the most ancient insights that any religious culture has ever put forward. Uh, but the, and the solution to those flaws is not to turn to some sort of higher spiritual reality or higher spiritual discipline, the, and, and certainly not to ask God for blessings. The ideal being put forward here is that this technological infrastructure and the people running it, in particular artificial intelligence, will create a sort of structure, a substrate, by which human beings can be endlessly improved. So when you talk about the Joe Biden uh, uh, biotechnology and biomanufacturing initiative, they're explicitly talking about using artificial intelligence to gain a much better, clearer picture of what the human genome is, how it operates, and using CRISPR technology to edit it at will. That relationship between biology and artificial intelligence is made explicit there. When you talk about Elon Musk with the Neuralink, you're talking about human brains that need to be upgraded in his view in order to keep up with artificial intelligence. Again, you're talking about merging the biological self with artificial intelligence. And in this, this, this uh, uh, concept video that we just saw, you're talking about there, like probably the most intimate relationship where you have artificial intelligent systems that control the temperature, that control the heartbeat sounds, that control the, the sorts of verbs or, or the sorts of words that a, a child is going to hear in this artificial womb. Uh, you have artificial intelligence being utilized in order to determine its genome, in order to edit its genome, so on and so forth. And so it, what it is is an expression of that transhumanist ideal in which you've created God through artificial intelligence and you have merged human biology with it. And whatever pops out the other end is humanity 2.0, humanity plus, transhuman, posthuman, the result of the fourth industrial revolution. However you want to put it, it is something else. It is something deformed. And, I, you know, a lot of people, a lot of obstetricians and child psychologists who look at this concept of, say, the artificial womb, talk about how you, you don't know what's going to pop out the other end. It's quite possible it will just be a, a, an entire brood of sociopaths 
But the more you look into the transhumanist vision, Steve, I, I really wonder if that's not the point. Um, and this is one of the things uh, y- you talk about the practicality and how do you get your arms around it. This is one of the things of what Ron DeSantis is doing down in um, in Florida. This this uh, panel he's put together to go after one aspect of it because you know, Joe, um, people talk about this apparatus and they talk about the World Economic Forum. They talk about Build Back Better and the Great Reset. It all comes back to the pandemic and and, and particularly solutions for the pandemic, which were not therapies, but you immediately had to go to wait for it. The CRISPR, when we, when you talk about mRNA and you talk about that uh, enzyme um, technology that Dr. Malone was one of the inventors of, that's essentially CRISPR. I mean, that is the basis for CRISPR, right? And that's, so this whole thing about the vaccine, how the vaccine was mandated, what research went into it, what's the what's the clinical trials, all of it is kind of an opening salvo into getting a full accounting by the biomedical security apparatus uh, as 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 personified by Fauci and others in the FDA and CDC. Is that correct, sir? Yeah, the um, the relationship between the mRNA vaccine and CRISPR is really tight for two reasons. One, uh, you know, CRISPR obviously is used in the, the, the manufacture of novel synthetic uh, g- genes, right, mRNA strands, but also the delivery system itself, the uh, lipid nanoparticles and the way that those capsules allow for the mRNA to get into the cells, very, very similar, if not identical to the way in which in proposed gene therapies that are right now underway, the, the experimental phases are underway to get the uh, CRISPR molecules, the uh, the CRISPR-Cas9 molecular complex into the genes. And it works basically the same way in essence, right? Like a, from a, 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 a superficial standpoint where you have just people taking shots into different organs uh, in order to change their genetic code. Uh, different, uh, you know, I think if people really do confuse mRNA with CRISPR. They think that it's somehow altering the genes. I've looked into it deeply. Uh, even that Swedish study that said that, you know, yes, it does convert into DNA in some instances, doesn't say anything about it changing the genome. But uh, and that's a major right. correction. I wish people would get out there more. But it is definitely a stepping stone to gene therapies and gene alteration. By the way, the doctor that uh, won the Nobel Prize for it uh, warned against this. She wrote an entire book warning against uh, against implementing this too soon without debate. The, my problem with the transhumanism is first, nobody's had a public discussion about this. You saw this. You saw that the, the ad we played at the beginning. That ad are technologies that are either just over the horizon or some of them already exist today, just waiting to be the convergence of it. And without public debate on the uh, basically taxpayers' money, this was all funded in government labs or at, at universities taking grants. Now it's going to be um, it's going to be commercialized by people that with your pension fund money, the venture capitalists and the hedge funds and the private equity guys. It's all your cash at the end of the day. Yet, absolutely no discussion. Joe Allen, also Anthony Aguero. We're going to go back to the border here in the next segment of The War Room. Offers for free iPhones are usually too good to be true. Just like freedom itself. Nothing in life is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, 
They can show you how to get the same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile also offers a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's B-A-N-N-O-N. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values or our country, support a company that does. Patriot Mobile. You get there by going to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, uh, welcome back. Uh, Joe Allen. Uh, Joe, give your coordinates. The article comes out, what, tomorrow? We'll have you back on. Um, I want to make sure how everybody gets to you, sir. Yeah, it'll be up at joebot.xyz. First thing in the morning, come sign up for the newsletter, Substack. Uh, also, it'll be at the top of my social media, joebot. joebotxyz at Getter and Twitter. And, of course, it will be first thing up at warroom.org under the transhumanism tab. Working title, Demon Spawn. I think that uh, the audience will actually be very interested to learn how the ancients foresaw a lot of these technologies. It's really remarkable. Joe Allen, very subtle war, war room type headline, Demon Spawn. Thank you very much, Joe Allen. Look forward to seeing it tomorrow and having you back on. Thank you very much, Steve. Uh, Charlie Kirk follows us at high noon here in real america's voice make sure you stick around with the charlie kirk show also 17 to the 20th out in uh, metro phoenix tpusa.com slash war room go get your discounted ticket make sure you get there get to see us uh they get the book on sale many other things at tpusa this is going to be a blockbuster josh harley mtg tucker laura ingram candace myself other people uh the whole room there our whole apparatus will be there so you get to meet the people that put the show on most importantly. So looking forward to all that. Also, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Still got plenty of time to get your Christmas presents. We know you're going to celebrate Christmas. You know it's a tough year. 23 is going to be even tougher. So people want to husband their resources. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Up to 80% off. You'll see sales throughout the uh, all over what we call our square. Also, remember, you get a full money-back guarantee all the way to the end of the first quarter, 31 March in the year of our Lord, 2023, if you're not totally satisfied. So go check it out now. Anthony Aguero is a resident of El Paso, one of the Real America Voice correspondents. He's down in his native city of El Paso right now. Sir, the whole the eyes of the world, and particularly the United States, are on El Paso as the tip of the, as, as the point of attack on this invasion of the southern border. Give us an update, Anthony. 
Well, right now, the, the increase in El Paso has significantly gone up. It's, it's at a 280% increase compared to October of last year. Uh, it's up to 53,000 uh, encounters compared to 14,000 encounters of October in last year. The mayor here in El Paso is reluctant on calling this a emergency, and so we're not getting any additional assistance. El Paso has already forked over over $4 million in assisting all of this surge of individuals coming over. Uh, unfortunately, there seems to be no end in sight for this. Uh, people camped out right at the riverbank last night, hundreds of them still. Uh, even after these new fences that you can see on screen here were erected to stop them from trying to come in through that gap. Uh, many of them uh, decided to stay the night, uh, basically expecting to come into the, into the country at some point. Now, there have been plenty of migrants that have been uh, released into the city of El Paso. According to a report from El Diario El Paso, uh, over 22 thousand migrants were released last month into the city of El Paso. Right now, petty crime rate is on a rise here in El Paso. Some of these ho, migrants ho, ho, have ho, been... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, Anthony, hang on one second. 22,000 were released into El Paso. Who, who put that report out? Uh, El Diario El Paso. And, and what is that? Uh, that is one of the bigger newspapers that we have here in the city, sir. It, it said 22,000. Wow. How how the people, because it's a Democrat city, and you just reelected all these Democrats, particularly in the House. What are the residents saying now? Or what are the basically the common person in El Paso saying about this? You know, finally, people seem to be waking up. Unfortunately, uh, our the Democrat stronghold still remains. Uh, it's just really ironic how the congresswoman down here did zero campaigning, was reluctant to debate very much so like Katie, Katie Hobbs out there in Arizona. And uh, three years ago, I, I went to an interview where she actually came out saying that El Paso was the new Ellis Island. This she mentioned immediately after visiting with Nancy Pelosi and the Catholic Diocese and the, uh, the Refugee Migrant Center here in El Paso. We had no idea what she meant. She might have possibly known something at the time that we didn't. It just raises eyebrows that she would make comments like that. And she again made the same comment when... Uh, the vice president visited not too long ago the border with uh, Mallorcas as well, sir. Um, how do people get to your uh, the Real America's Voice coverage of this, and how do they get to your social media? They can find me uh, through Real America's Voice News through the app, and you can find me on Getter at Real Anthony as well, sir. Anthony Aguero, thank you very much uh, for reporting this. Look forward to having you back on the show. Hopefully, maybe tonight we're going to be wall to wall coverage of the invasion of the United States to our southern border. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay. It's about money and it's about power. What they want to do is take away the leverage, the power of this audience. They want to take away the power of you as American citizens. They want to take away the power of the uh, as Steve Cortez, the mandate that the American people just gave the Republican Party because it's the same scale of what Nancy Pelosi has. And look what she jammed, jammed through. Because she's a tough ombre, as much as you hate her, and I realize a lot of the audience hates maybe too strong a term, strongly dislike her. 
she gets stuff done, right? And she's not shy about doing it. Right now, we have every opportunity to shut down this insanity. And it is insanity of what's going on in this nation's capital. A lame duck Congress has essentially been voted out, either retired because they couldn't win re-election, right, or been voted out of office, is here right now with a handful of collaborationists trying to take power out of your hands. Now, finally, people are with enough bayonets, you know, gently towards the back metaphor, uh, are now um, are now waking up to this crisis in the capital city. And things are starting to be done. There's been a lot of work on this the last couple of days. We'll be reporting as a press conference, I think, at 1.30. We may be up on Getter doing coverage that. Uh, Grace Chung and Captain Bannon live streaming that uh, to make sure you get commentary. Uh, we'll be back here 5 to 7 tonight, full report of what's going on in just an explosive fight in the nation's capital about money, power, sovereign direction of this country. See you back here at 5. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone. 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's SAT123.com, SAT123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's SAT123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.